Welcome to the Meeple Syrup After Show, Designers Discussing Design. We're on episode 61, Who's Got Next? And we just uh, this week had a wonderful chat with Doug and Randall, and thankfully we didn't scare Doug away because he came back for the after show. Randall, on the other hand, was wiser and smarter and called it a night. Oh, we're, we're gluttons for punishment. We like. I wanted, I wanted to hang out with you guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited this. about this. Uh, Doug, Doug is uh, someone that I got to meet. Um, was it two or three years ago at gathering? Oh God, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of a blur. But it is a bit of a blur. It, three years ago, maybe. I think it was, and that was my first. That was I your think, first gathering. Yes. Yes. Okay. So three years ago was when I got to meet Doug, and it was my first gathering. It was. And it was my first gathering in about 10 years. Right, that's right. You had been when it was at the old location. Yes, in Springfield. In yeah. Springfield, but you had not been to the Niagara Falls location. In fact, I didn't, and I never went to when it went moved to Columbus. You skipped it. You just were like, no, I am like, above. I'm not going to Columbus. I'm above Columbus. Columbus for me is origins or nothing. I was really, cause, because, you know, my aunt lives in just a, uh, like, 20 minutes from, from Springfield, and it's like, I can go hang out with my aunt, and I can go to the gathering, and it was yeah. wonderful when that all happened, like, in the late 90s, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, now we're moving to Columbus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, right. and then it moved even darker places. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, that's pretty dark up there. So, well, at least, at least the Canadians are close. Oh, we're very happy about it. It yeah, is the best possible. For us, so thank you, Alan. We love it. Uh, nothing, nothing negative to say there. Uh, totally on a personal bias. I it is the most convenient American location it could be. So, yes. Um, yes. so yeah. So we we first met there, and uh, it was fun um, early on because this was my first gathering. I'm just explaining for anyone who doesn't know this. Um, I got to sit in... This was before Sen had even been to the gathering. And so I actually got to act as uh, a bamboozle wingman. Yeah, and so yeah. my very first time mm -hmm. was... My main role was uh, was hanging out with Jay. And Jay had already networked and booked all, a variety of uh, pitches. And, and I was just tagging along as the guy who basically cleaned up, set up, you know, smiled and nodded. You know, kept and the said, game This moving. is the best game I've yeah. ever played. You know, every any time that I could point out, you know, a cool, clever move or something, and just, you know, let the let the publisher discover it, but you know, play in a smart way. You know, that say, was my role. One of my favorite things at that gathering, though, was I was I was filming you and Michael from Hans and Gluck. Michael yes, Frommel. I was going to bring this up. This is awesome. I, and he said he said about what is now called the Walled City. He said. This is this game is a perfect. It's a perfect game. It's a perfect game. Yeah. We don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was like, I was leading in. I was so excited. I'm like, this is my moment. He's like, this game. I don't know what the word. Uh, we perfect. Don't like it. It's perfect. And I was like, and uh, my my heart and my my whole body was in celebration mode. And yeah. he did not want this game. This is <laughs> no. not. And then he proceeded to talk for a good 10, 15 minutes of why it would never. Ever be a Hans and Gluck game? Uh. <laughs> well, you know, that goes back to the last show, right? You know, when is good good enough? Yeah. Well, yeah. or just you know, what are people looking for, right? So, right. Exactly. Or they, as they say, you know, William Goldman, it's luck, timing, whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> those things have to all be in alignment. Yeah, it's kind Absolutely. of nebulous. Whatever. So originally, originally, I I, I was going around uh, just really as the wingman to Jay, and Doug started filming. Uh, Jay, who is a very accomplished pitchman, for anyone who hasn't seen Jay, I mean, he is a perfect example. Of yeah, I recorded a bunch. I, I, yeah, I did a bunch of his stuff with Frank from R&R. Yeah, he, he's a, a lot of fun, yeah. Very fun. He's al- He always gets people really involved. Um, and so, um, for me, I, I mean, I really do attribute a lot of thanks to Jay for getting to, to tag along and see how he did things. I learned kind of my own style. But also... I, on a practical level, I booked some of my own pitches off of piggybacking of that, saying, oh, you know, hey, if you want to see another game, you know, mm-hmm. I got one too. Um, another great moment that I would love to get the footage from, because I think you filmed it, was I showed Waltz, was Londonderry, to um, Peter Eggert and Frank DiLorenzo. Yes. And there is one moment that I swear Frank said... I know I have, how to fix this I game. I know how to fix this game, but I'm not going to tell you. Not going to tell you. I I don't. You know, I I can. I know. I have the hard drive hooked up to my computer. Oh man. Um, I could I could look for it. I, I said I said that I recently said that to Frank that I recall that and he just laughed and I said do you remember what it is? He goes I have no idea. That does and, sound like Frank. But it right? totally, it sounds, totally like Frank. sounds like Frank, doesn't it? Yeah. It has clearly haunted me for years, and now Frank has forgotten it and will never tell me. But, I mean, there were some great moments there. So I, I'm curious, you know, reflecting back, some of the stuff that hit the cutting room floor, what were some other different moments that may have been hard, but, you know, for the film you obviously had to cut it because you knew where you were going. But what was some footage that you captured that that was tough? Just oh, you know, go. you know, Daryl. I, I, this is like my seventh or eighth feature film. Sure. I so you, I, you know, it's just, it just has to a, go. Can I, can I curse on here? No, yeah. you can. This is the after show. Anything goes. Oh, fantastic! I don't give a shit anymore. I only, and and you'll recognize this from game design. I am only interested in keeping what makes makes them film the best it can be. And if right. it doesn't belong there, it's gone. And I don't like to bother myself with it. That's perfect. Um, I do I do kind of regret, you know, there's only so much room for the bonus features. Yeah. And I realized that in terms of a full package, yeah. I really could only focus on the high profile people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. and so they're, so and they're I'll huge. be digging up the footage on you, you know, ten years <laughs> from now. Yeah, right. But you know, that's only it's like I wish I could have done more, but there's only so much you can do. And yeah. and so um, the thing I think the thing that was troublesome for me, though, was one of the most, as Randall says, you know, it's really important, the stuff about the bipolar. It's, it's part of the fabric of the film. Yep. I think that sort of that, that, that for me was, was as important as the game design part and also the highs and lows that a bipolar person sure. feels. Any creative person or, or any human being goes through tremendous highs and lows. They just don't always have to be medicated or get counseling to be able to function in the world, but we all still Yeah, we all feel, yeah, absolutely. Right? So um, the part where Randall is in rehab, he showed me he had taken some footage on his iPad of when he was in rehab getting the pills and actually talking about feeling suicidal. Mm. And he'd show me that footage, and as I was finishing the film, I was like, Randall, I really, I really need that footage. There's, that's the thing that's going to 
really drive home the point about how serious this is. I just, I just really wanted it for the movie, and he was, you know, reticent for. You can understand why. I mean, because yep. it's so personal. It's, it's about as personal as you can get. Yep. And then, right as I had actually, I think I had already locked picture. I was doing sound. I was doing music. And he and I, we basically made a deal. There was a song that I was putting in the end credits, I think it was, or a song I was using somewhere. He's like, I hate that song. I just can't stand it. So I was getting feedback from him. Yep. And I was like, you know, I really like the song. It's fine with me. He's like, look, I'll give you the footage if you don't use that song. There you <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know what? A little coercion never hurt anybody. Yeah. I can, I can totally, I can totally work with that. So it's not about what didn't make it in. It's, it's, it's like about the fact that, that for me that footage was so important yep. um, to talk, you know, to really sort of ground when he's telling the story, because I had no idea he had been in a high speed chase and that's what and he and that's what it got into rehab. When when people are experiencing the movie and hearing mm-hmm. this stuff, yep. I generally haven't heard it before. So I'm experiencing it, you know, when I'm recording it. Yep. And so, yeah, anyhow, so that's, I was just, for me, the movie really needed that footage, and I, I think I would have been heartbroken if I, if, if Randall hadn't given me permission and, you know, sent me that footage over. That's interesting. Sure. So, um, you probably, did you, I mean, did you, did you give advice to Randall at all during the game design type process part, or were you more just a, you should listen to those guys. You should listen to those guys. You should listen to those guys. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering because I, I, my, 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 stuff, right, yeah, yeah. My role, I felt my role in a strange way um, became that of Randall's agent, hmm. right? I was like, Randall, let's go, let's go to, let's go to Origins. No, I right. can't. But what's the next one? Okay, we'll go to, we'll go to Gen Con together. And I said, oh, yeah, I've been spending, you know, five months deep in this industry meeting all of these publishers and designers and people. So yeah. I know Frank. I know all of these people, whatever. Let's go see Frank or whoever we're going to go see. For sure. Um, so I set up a sort of a lot of meetings for him. Yes. I think that I desperately wanted him to make changes because – I just, as a friend, or you know, I wanted him to make his game better. It wasn't just right. for the movie, but wanted him to make his his game better. But he just wouldn't, and everybody else was telling him, you know. Yeah. So I didn't need to just add to that. It was totally. you know, he was going to do what he was going to do. How, right. how how have you found the reaction? Have you had uh, you know some real positives, real negatives communicated to you, or what about the film itself? About the film, yeah, and and Randall or the game. You know, it's always or... it's always dangerous to read your own reviews. It is. <laughs> so I was, I'm curious if you, <laughs> you know that you avoid it or no, well, first first I'm an independent filmmaker, which means that I'll, I have to do a lot of stuff myself, including my own publicity, right. which means that I spent a lot of time after the film contacting all like contacting you guys and say I want to be on the show or yep. contacting you know all sorts of people. So I have like a nice page full of pull quotes yep. and they were all overwhelmingly positive. Right. Um, I, I could I could probably pull some up on the computer here in a minute. It wasn't like, like just doing. it's it's a film. It was like you know it was like a giant fire breathing robot it was like, you know they would say things like it's a great film about game design. Anyone who wants to be a designer should see this game 
or it's much more moving than I ever thought, or I went into it expecting one thing, but I came out having watched a movie, right? Mm -hmm. And so people were really engaged with the story, and and they were from really, you know, kind of kind of um, places that I really respected. So it was just really nice to get all of that feedback. So yeah, the reaction has been overwhelmingly positive. Only occasionally do people say, "Look, the main movie wasn't for me, but I loved all the bonus features," mm. right? Because they really wanted something just really just about game design rather than fair a, enough yeah. a story. Um, but but again, most people came were really. I think Randall's story is really touching in the end. You know. Yeah. It's yep. an interesting. It's definitely interesting. Um, Sir Bob asks, "Was your original ver vision for the film uh, one of an evolving first-time designer? Was that what you wanted to do?" No. <laughs> the the short answer is no. And in I can fact, prove it because you started filming Jay, for instance. I, yeah, I was inter I was interested in first-time designers, but I was also interested in experienced designers. I don't know how many of your audience have seen Indie Game the movie. But yep. that's a great movie to see. Yeah. Um, and they followed like three or four different designers and were found a way to interweave the stories. Yeah. And I I thought that maybe at one point I would be able to do that. But again, the main thing is that when I got back from Gen Con, and I came, kept coming back to the footage of Randall, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna pin an entire movie on this guy. It's like 80, 90 minutes. And the main documentary feature I had done, be done before is called 2,000 Miles to Maine, Adventures on the Appalachian Trail. And I had followed one guy, but I really took these generous um, tangents into meeting other hikers on the trail and following their stories and sort of doing these parallel stories, but always coming back to his as the main story. But I kind of knew as I started looking at the footage, I was like, nothing really cuts into Randall because Randall is a force of nature. He's, he's terribly charismatic, and he's, he's very eloquent, and there's, there's a tremendous amount of energy. And so I kind of knew that I was going to end up focusing, you know, a feature-length film on this one guy. I was like, I, you know, that's, that's a huge decision. Right. right. It's like because you're going to spend a tremendous amount of time and money and energy, and if it doesn't pan out, basically, I would have been totally screwed. Yeah. So, so I'm curious then, Doug. Why? I mean, you you already mentioned you love jumping around on topics, but how after all this experience, can you not uh, not want to make another board game documentary? It seems like there's so many avenues you could go. So many you, stories to tell. So many, yeah, so there's many so many stories. stories. No, I'm not even just saying okay, okay. So, so I'll pitch you, Daryl, I'm going to pitch you right now, and you okay. guys tell me, because yeah. I had an idea. Oh, here we go. Here we Are go. You ready? You're good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. go. I do have a follow-up. It's called Designers Playing Games. Yep. And it's, you know, it is a group of people sitting down and playing games but they're game designers and well-known game designers. Because yep. you don't actually get to see Reiner Knizia playing games, totally. do you? Totally. No. Yeah, you don't get to see it. Alan Moon playing a game. Um, and then with another designer at the table and then two other players talking about specifically about the design of that game and then game design in general. Right. That would be, if I were to do a follow-up... I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I'd watch it. And the fun part about that is you could do... A I got an audience of two. You, you could do a variety of 
of those settings and weave them together even like maybe your your non-designers are the people that fall, that keep showing up at each table well no it would be it, it would be it would be a series it would be a series it would be yeah. something where i would do 5 to 10 episodes a year yeah. or something that would like be that. incredible yeah yeah so 100% of board game design show hosts would watch that's <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's the feedback so far you've gotten. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I had that idea. I've reached out. I've reached out to a couple people, but I haven't really reached out to the people who I would need to help make such a thing. Yeah. So I have to decide. You know. It's, well, you it's know, a, you know, if you need a shooting location, um, <laughs> snakes and lattes. Well, snakes and lattes always uh, we're we're friends with and we love, uh, but they are sponsors for an upcoming. Uh, winter retreat slash event, uh, the Meeple Syrup Winter Camp. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you are you um are you comping me into that, Daryl? Well, that... so I'm just saying, if in the future <laughs> you want to do uh, some filming sessions and start filming that, maybe that's part of the story is that you're filming this yeah. this secret gathering. The secret gathering. No, it would be you know it's it's a huge it's a you know I don't kid about it, it's a huge project and it requires yep. a production team and yep. it requires Kickstarter money sure. and all of this all of this is quite possible and doable. Very, um, especially with the of, contacts you've gained from this experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, um, hey, so, let let us pitch you. Oh, go ahead. Is okay. it a game? No. Oh, it's a movie. A movie. Oh, or something nice. Like I mean, yeah, let's do well, a few. Let's do a few. So, Sen, you pitch one first. Well, you're yeah, pitch. Okay, so Daryl and I want to do this road trip across uh, oh, North America. Oh, dude! Oh, <gasps> we got Doug. Yeah, that'd be oh. awesome. Oh, okay, yeah. so this we is, want to do a road trip across America. Where, this is serious. Where we pick up uh, other game designers along the way in our RV, right. and we design a game on the road in the okay. RV, play test it, and we end up driving to. Two. Publishers. The front door of a publisher and pitching them there the game that, that we designed. Sen, in the only RV. the only thing I need from you then is what. <laughs> I have nothing goes to you make know what? It worth my you while. know what? Better than better than that. We'll not only uh, have money. We'll fund raise it ourselves. I don't. You know, whatever. I am. I. I am. I am more than game for something like that. No, no, I no. Love... If you're serious, because we're legitimately. Talking about doing this as our next Kickstarter. We did a Kickstarter. It funded our show, and we did a variety of things because of generous donations. And we've yeah. been asking our viewers, and this is something that has bubbled out of our conversations with the reviewers, with designers, with publishers. Publishers love this idea that they'll actually be shown in their environments. Designers yeah. love this idea because they're going to be shown in their environments. And you guys would want me to do my thing as a filmmaker, right? So that right? You, you do your filmmaking while we just do us. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, originally what we were going to do is try to, like, live stream everything from the vehicle. Yeah, and it would you want to actually have something. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It would be horrible. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't yeah. be horrible, but it would be it really It would be hard. very low quality. It would be long and enduring to try to pick up storylines. But if done yeah. properly... By, by a like filmmaker you. instead of just us letting people voyeur in. Right. It would be actually a product that has value. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. and it would be fun. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you another question. This is not a pitch. Yeah. This is just a question. Um, analogies between filmmaking mm. and game making. That was what I was going to pitch. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, well, one of the reasons I was interested in doing the film in the first place was because it is about the creative process. Yeah. 
right? And so the so the analogy was was that I already suspected existed, and that's why you know. I really, you know, I thought I, I couldn't figure out how to make this whatever this movie was going to be. I just always was coming back to the players, like players, 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 and I, I love I love players, but I, they're not a movie. There's no movie no. in players, no. at least not not to me. Your Daryl's like, no, there's just not. There's not. No, there's not. Um, and so well, there might be at like high level magic. High level. Right, magic. I was going to say, yeah, if you were looking at high level tournament sure, sure, players, sure, like, some sort, Twitch but, stars. Yeah, and so for me, anyway, there wasn't there wasn't a movie in the players, and so so the key was the designers, and it was because of that parallel, I think, with with filmmaking and the creative process. It was just another way to explore the creative process. I got I got another pitch though, and you did kind of bring it up. What about cafes? This phenomenon of board game cafes does it work? Yeah. Does it you know how well, first, it does? First, first of all, we know they work, and I think it's fantastic. Um, I also think that that's a something for television, like a news segment or something. They love the idea. They're like, oh, we can do a human interest story or something on a cafe. Well, there is not there is not inherently a story story. There, what about you know what well? Saying. This is where I actually want to challenge. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Snakes and Lattes we have a TV has, show. Has a sitcom. Six episodes. Six episodes. Yes, I saw a few minutes. Did you? Did, only a few minutes. You didn't watch the rest. That was enough. I was. Uh, if you and look in episode over, yeah. six, you'll see a little bit of my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, then I went over to Man, the Man in the High Castle over on Amazon. Oh. Uh, so no, I don't know. You know, again, I a, a sitcom. Uh, yeah, a sitcom can be based anywhere, and they're often based in places where people eat and drink, and and yeah, that's fine. Um, I I just saw a few minutes. I have no idea, you know. That's fair. That's fair. It's hey, tough to ask directors about other movies. Oh, ask me about, about real movies. Oh, but what about what about uh, escape rooms? Oh, there's another interesting. Oh, I you know I've never done one. Um, I see the advertisements. I know my son would be so into that. Yeah, you should definitely try one. Really, and there's one right nearby. Are yeah, definitely try. It? No, 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 and actually, there's a variety of experiences that they're but, trying but to they're also they're they're ultimately puzzles, right? It's yeah, because I'm, actually, not, no, I'm there's not a big puzzle guy. There's different arguments. Some are designed to be puzzle-like. Some are not right. designed. Yeah, to some be are more experiences. Yeah. But uh, what you do is you do one, and then if you're interested in doing a movie, contact Scott Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> for real, he's done about escape rooms. Well, because he's done an extensive multi-year study of them. Really. Yeah, yeah, internationally. The world, because there's these different experiences that are happening. Some called adventure rooms, some called escape rooms, some puzzle rooms, some, and they're all blurring the lines now of what what are people trying to capture and experience. Cool. So, well, yeah, um, no, it's an interesting. You guys, I don't know if you ever suffer from like, okay, what's my next project? You must, right? Yes, I, I'm for always sure. like, for sure, for, for filmmaking with yeah. with game design. You do put a, yeah right. You put a lot of energy into it, and you can just put it on the shelf. But at a certain point with film, you're committing yourself to like two years. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, what's definitely. gonna be my What's gonna be my thing for the next two years? And that's a that's a. So you're saying you need you, you're saying you need a break from gamers. I get it. I get it. No, not that I need a break from gamers. It's just that whatever, what you know, people come up to me sometimes and they say like, "Why don't you do a film?" Like my cousin said, you know, "Why don't you do a film about robotics?" Because I'm working with the robotics thing and it's great. I'm like, dude, that's your movie, right? Yeah. 
I'll figure out what my movie is, yeah. whatever my next movie is. But you know, so that's why you know that's why I was I you know I I do love the idea of the van trip and doing that, and if that actually came to fruition, that would be really cool. But don't be surprised. I you know again, yeah. It could very well come to fruition. You never know. Um, uh, Doug, we've got to go. I have an exam to write. Mm-hmm. So. Just about. use last year's. I don't he, do that. You didn't have it last year. I, I also adopted the course, and I don't like the exam from last year. Oh, which, uh, yeah. Which class? What, what is it? Game design class? or? No, no. It's uh, special education. Yeah, it's like... Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll see you later, Doug. Love to talk to you. It was awesome seeing you. Like I haven't seen you in like years, so I will see you at the gathering this year for sure. And um, I will see Carol very soon at uh, BGG. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll take the movie around to like Origins and Gen Con. And I'm hoping we can try to get a screening or something at PAX East, but we'll see. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, you need to do one in Toronto. Where? Oh, Snakes and Lattes. There you go. <laughs> or at Fan Expo that. or something. Yeah, yeah. Or TIFF. Come to the Toronto Film Festival. Yeah. It's it's I hear it's a pretty big festival. It's a it's I've I've heard it's it's well regarded in some circles. Yeah, just in some. <laughs> just in some. That's <laughs> a totally t- distribution film festivals. It's a completely different discussion. Yeah. Well, I'll save that one for the next. Yeah, the next hangout. No, I would not. I would not have that discussion on air. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, on that note, we couldn't end any better than that. So thanks, Doug. Have a great night. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.